Welcome to Tim Sum Mandarin, Lesson 29. Welcome to Lesson 29 of Tim Sum Mandarin the podcast where you'll pick up contextual Mandarin in bite-sized chunks. This is the second last episode of Module 3, and we hope that you've enjoyed learning all the language in this module. The language points covered in Module 3 are all rather unique to Mandarin. This included the various uses of le, the how complement and the result complement, as well as the comparative sentences in this lesson. These language points, due to their significant difference from English, do take some time to master, and we hope that the dim sum Mandarin approach has helped you understand and gain confidence in forming these sentences on your own. We have learned quite a bit about James, Guangxiang, and Li Jing through the dialogues in each episode. With this free version of the podcast, after listening to the dialogue, we'll go through a summary of what has been exchanged. With the summary, you'll understand what has been discussed in the dialogue. However, to help with your learning, we recommend that you check out the extended version of the podcast in which we'll go through line by line the vocabulary and grammar points used in the dialogue. To get more information about our premium memberships, please head over to www.dimsummandarin.com. If you have not done so, please click on the subscribe button in iTunes or any other podcast app you might be using so that new lessons will be delivered to you automatically every Thursday. If you have enjoyed Dim Sum Mandarin and have found the lessons useful, please leave us a review on iTunes. Every review we receive is a great encouragement to the Dim Sum Mandarin team to continue producing content suited to your needs. Also, during the rest of the week, you can interact with the Dim Sum Mandarin community on our Facebook fan page and learn Mandarin with other like-minded friends. Okay, let's get into lesson 29. In this lesson, we'll be forming sentences with comparisons. In English, which is an inflectional language, we mainly use different forms of adjectives when comparing things. For example, from the word tall, we can form the comparative taller and the superlative tallest. Or when an adjective does not have different forms, such as the word expensive, we use adverbs such as more or less to convey the message. Mandarin is not inflectional and therefore adjectives do not change forms. As such, we'll be using particular sentence structures with adjectives or sometimes verbs with complements to compare things. The main way to compare things in Mandarin is to use the preposition bi. That's bi with a third tone and basically means compared with. Bi. For example, to say he's taller than me, we will say ta bi wo gao. That sentence literally means he compared with me tall. The form of these comparisons in Mandarin take the form of A, B, B, 
plus an adjective. That comparison will then convey that A is more of the adjective than B. In this case, Ta gao means Ta or he is more of the adjective tall that is taller than wo or me or he is taller than me ta bi wo gao ta bi wo gao similarly the opposite of this sentence is i am shorter than him or wo bi ta ai ai is the opposite of gao and means short as in height. So here, 我比他矮 means 我 or I is more of the adjective short, that is, shorter than 他 or him. Or, I am shorter than him. 我比他矮我比他矮 Once you get the hang of this structure, the subject A and the basis of comparison B can be any noun, noun phrase or even actions. For example, we can try to form the sentence Taking the plane is more expensive than taking the train. We learned that plane is 飞机 and the word for train is 火车 火车 so, taking the plane is more expensive than taking the train is 坐飞机比坐火车贵 In this sentence, the subject is 坐飞机 or taking the plane. It is then compared to taking the train or 比坐火车 and the result of that comparison is more of the adjective gui or more expensive. So that's 坐飞机比坐火车贵 We could also say taking the subway is more convenient than driving. The word for convenient that we want to use here is 方便. 方便. So taking the subway is more convenient than driving is 坐地铁比开车方便. Here, the subject of the sentence is 坐地铁 or taking the subway. It is then compared to driving or and the result of that comparison is more of the adjective 方便 or more convenient. So that's 坐地铁比开车方便 Now let's try to add more layers to these sentences. Can you first form the simple sentence China is bigger than the US? That's right. That will be 
中国比美国大。中国比美国大。Now, what if we want to refine our comparison and say China is slightly bigger than the U.S.? When we want to add more information to the comparison in Mandarin, we'll need to add a complement after the adjective. In this case, we will add "itier" or "a little bit" and say "Chinese be bigger." That is, the subject China, Chinese, compared to the U.S., be bigger, is a little bit bigger, or "tidier." So China is slightly bigger than the U.S. is. 中国比美国大一点中国比美国大一点 Now, instead of slightly bigger, what if we want to convey the sense of much bigger? For example, China is much bigger than Singapore will be conveyed by 中国比新加坡大多了。Here, the complement 多了 is used to convey that the result of the comparison is different by a large degree. So that's 中国比新加坡大多了中国比新加坡大多了很好 So far, we've learned how to construct sentences where A is more of a certain attribute than B. Now let's look at how to convey the message when A is not as much of a certain attribute as B. To do this, instead of using B, we'll use 没有 instead. So I'm not as tall as him in Mandarin will be, 我没有他高 So the structure of this kind of sentences is a 没有 b followed by the adjective. In this case, 没有 can be understood literally as to have or to possess. So a 没有 b conveys that a does not possess the same attribute as b. So I am not as tall as him is 我没有他高我没有他高 Using the same construct, how would you say the U.S. is not as big as China? You would say, 美国没有中国大美国没有中国大美国没有中国大 With the comparative using 没有 it's also very common to add in the determiners 这么 and 那么。这么 and 那么 both mean so or such, and they serve to intensify the adjective that they are modifying. 这么 is used when the attribute it is modifying belongs to something or someone that is near you, while 那么 is used when the attribute it is modifying 
belongs to something or someone that is far from you. For example, for the sentence 我没有他高, we can add 那么 and say 我没有他那么高. The meaning of the sentence remains the same. That is, we will understand the sentence as I am not as tall as him. But 那么 puts an extra emphasis on the height of the person. So that's 我没有他那么高. 我没有他那么高. Also, if you were in China, you can add 这么 and say 美国没有中国这么大. Again, the meaning of the sentence remains the same, but 这么 adds an extra emphasis to the size of China. That's 美国没有中国这么大. 美国没有中国这么大. The last thing we need to learn for comparisons is to learn how to convey that two things are the same or have the same attribute. For example, I can say, I am as tall as him. In Mandarin, that will be, 我和他一样高. The structure we will use to convey this equality is A he B, followed by 一样, and then an adjective. So, I am as tall as him is 我和他一样高. 我和他一样高. We can also say 坐地铁 did you understand that? That means taking the subway is as convenient as driving. We hope that you are picking up useful language points in this free podcast. To enhance your learning, you can check out our lesson guides, which will detail all the language covered in this lesson, including all the example sentences in Han Yu Pinyin as well as Chinese characters. To receive our lesson guides, you just need to sign up for our premium memberships. For more information, please visit our website at www.dimsummandarin.com. For the second part of this lesson, we are going to move on to talk about action measure words. We've already seen a number of measure words that are necessary when quantifying any nouns in Mandarin. Action measure words, on the other hand, are a special category of measure words that are used to count the number of times an action has occurred, or sometimes to indicate the duration of the action. In this lesson, we are going to learn four of them and also the way to use them. Let's start with the question, how many times have you been to China? What we are counting here is the number of times you have performed the action of going to China, so an action measure word is required. 
The first action measure word we will learn is also the most useful and generic, and it's ci. That's ci with a fourth tone. Ci. Ci can be translated as times, and is used to count the number of times an action has occurred. Action measure words will simply take a number before it, so one time or once is 一次 Two times or twice is 两次 and three times or thrice is 三次 So going back to our question, how many times have you been to China? To say how many times, we will use the question word 几 And say, 几次 So the question we are looking for here is, 你去过几次中国？你去过几次中国？你去过几次中国？ And if you've been to China three times, your answer will be, 我去过三次中国。我去过三次中国。我去过三次中国。Note that the quantified action measure word is placed right after the verb with its particle 过。The position of the quantified action measure word can be moved around, but for now, to make things easier, we'll just follow the rule that it should come right after the verb, or if there's a particle like 过 or 了 it will be placed after the particle. Let's look at the second example. Can you understand? 我去年去了五趟上海 That means I went to Shanghai five times last year. Here we have the second action measure word, tang. Tang is an action measure word that is used to count the number of trips taken. That's tang. Note that the quantified action measure word, wu tang, is placed after the verb and particle 去了 So that's 我去年去了五趟上海。我去年去了五趟上海。The third action measure word we want to learn is 变。变 is used to count the number of times you have gone through something from start to end. For example, reading a book, watching a movie. Or practicing a talk, that's 变 So can you understand? 这本书我已经看了两遍 That means I've already read this book twice. Notice that the quantified action measure word 两遍 is placed after the verb and particle 看了 So that's 这本书我已经看了两遍。这本书我已经看了两遍。And for the last sentence, let's look at. 请你等一下。That means 
Please wait a moment. Xia is the fourth action measure word for this lesson and is used to count very short or quick actions. Or used in this situation, it is used to indicate a short duration of the action, in this case, a moment. So that's 请你等一下. 请你等一下. 非常好. Let's move on to this lesson's dialogue. In this free version of the podcast, we'll go through a quick summary of the dialogue after listening to it. For an in-depth explanation of the dialogue where we'll explain all the new grammar points and vocabulary line by line, we strongly encourage you to subscribe to our extended lessons on our website at www.dimsummandarin.com. Now, let's listen to the dialogue. 你想自己开公司还是加入一家设计公司呢? 我觉得开公司比打工难多了，但是应该会比较有满足感。嗯，除了设计，也要考虑生产和销售的问题。我觉得生产比销售容易，我还有一些生产商的联系。你可以考虑用网络做销售啊，这样成本也比较低。为了多
虽然女士的市场比男士的市场大但是竞争也激烈那你是不是应该考虑做男士市场呢We hope that you've enjoyed this lesson. With our premium version, you'll get an extended version of this lesson in which you will learn in depth, line by line, the language used in the dialogue. To assist in your learning, there will also be a lesson guide detailing the grammar and vocabulary used, an audio practice podcast with our regular translation exercises, a vocabulary booster to go through the additional vocabulary related to this lesson's topic, and conversation worksheets to consolidate all the new knowledge. Dim Sum Mandarin's methodology is simple. Once you have nailed down the key grammar points and the different variations in making your own sentences, you can expand your expressions with our vocabulary booster or pick up new vocabulary using other tools suited to your needs. The important thing is to always learn the language in context so that you'll remember better. To find out more about our premium membership, head over to www.dimsummandarin.com. Do let us know if you have any feedback at all by clicking on the email icon on our website. And if you like our podcast, do leave us a review on iTunes as well. We value every single one of your feedback and review and they'll help us produce more great content for your learning. Otherwise, 谢谢大家下载并收听我们的播客 In the meantime, happy learning and 下次见! This podcast is a production of the Language Domus. Find out more at languagedomus.com.